six tips to avoid holiday weight gain. This is what we're talking about today. If you've never listened to this podcast before, if you're watching on YouTube, my name is Lori Aikman. I am a nurse practitioner and I work in weight loss and hormone optimization for women. And today I want to bring you six quick tips to avoid that holiday weight gain. Um, I feel like I just want to, one, one, I want to say real quick, if you're watching on YouTube, I rearranged my office and our lighting is just horrible in our office, whether there's two windows and I really need to work on the lighting. Um, and it sucks. So I put a Christmas background on zoom. Um, and I feel like the lighting still sucks. So I just apologize, but I am a busy working mom and, I feel like it's better to put this podcast out there, this episode out there than it is to not do it because of lighting. So just want to get that out there. So if you, um, if you've been listening to this podcast for a little while, I just want to say thank you. This month, we've been talking a lot about mental health type stuff. I've had a lot of great guests on that have just talked about, um, just, you know, avoiding like minimizing holiday stress and what are some things that you can do. But I know another concern around the holidays, especially with my weight loss patients is that, you know, avoid like, okay, there's Christmas parties, there's family get togethers, there's all these things. And I feel like I'm just going to undo my progress because it seems like the thought is weight gain is just inevitable during the holidays because of all these obligations. And, and so much of what we do is like centered around food. I mean, I know for me, I've like, I don't normally make fudge and I made my mom's chocolate fudge recipe because it's Christmas and she always made, you know, she always makes fudge around Christmas. So like we, you know, we have these emotional attachments to during the holidays. So I know it can feel like, gosh, uh, it, it, how can I get through? So what I want to do today is just give you some strategies that I tell my weight loss clients to do, um, so that they can help, you know, help get them through, um, without gaining, you know, maybe they can just maintain their weight or maybe they can continue to lose if they're really on it. So without further ado, number one is plan your meal. Um, so this is huge, whether it's the holidays or not. If you're not planning, if, wait, what is the saying? If you're failing to prepare is prepare, oh wait, failing to prepare is preparing to fail, right? I just want to make sure I said it correctly. Um, this is so true when it comes to achieving a goal, uh, especially, you know, with weight loss, you really do have to prepare. Um, it's hard to just like, oh, I'll just get something in the cafeteria or eat out or whatever. And it's hard to really hit our goals unless we actually plan. So something that I recommend and I do myself, it's planning your meal. So if you are going out to eat, um, this means looking at the menu ahead of time and, and picking out what you're going to eat so that when you get there in the moment, you're not tempted to grab something else that's off your, you know, that doesn't meet your goals. Um, if you are going to a party or going to somebody's house, something like that is literally plan. Just say, Hey, what, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to eat this and this and this, I'm going to give you some strategies for, you know, what to do. Um, but planning and thinking about what you're going to eat and you could be so bold as to like ask the host, Hey, what's the main dish? Like, so you have an idea of what the options are. And get that plan in your mind of this is what I'm going to do um, before you even get there. That's just going to set you up for success. 
Number tip number two is using something I call the plate method. And so if you think about it, okay, so your fear, you know, this is great for, again, for eating out. Sorry, if you're watching the video, I'm just taking my jacket off because I'm getting a little warm. I have my Christmas shirt on. Um, so if you're out, you know, out to eat, or this is great for, if you are like, you're at family dinner, you're at a buffet, right. Where you're going through and you're picking what you're putting on your plate. So you take your plate, right. You have a nice circular dinner plate. You're going to take your plate and I want you to fill up half the plate with veggies. So this isn't like the creamed corn or something like that. This is like green leafy veggies. So you're doing, you know, maybe it is green bean casserole. Maybe it's some, I don't know, whatever gets made at your house. Maybe it's salad, things like that. But trying to put green leafy vegetables on 50% of your plate. Then, so you still have 50% left, right? So 25% of your plate, a quarter of your plate, you want to fill up with protein. So whether that, and maybe it is a protein that's higher fat than you normally eat. Like we had a family get together and we had ham. So ham is higher fat, you know, protein than we normally eat. But I put that ham on the 25% of my plate. Then that, uh, that remaining 25% of your plate, you're going to put your carbs. You're going to put your, you know, whatever you're having. You're having potatoes, you're having rice, you're having, you know, I don't know, whatever op other options that are out there. Maybe you're having pasta, who knows. But using that plate method is a great way to build a balanced meal and making sure you're getting lots of fiber, lots of veggies in, you're getting a good amount of protein, and then maybe you're limiting those carbs. Um, so that your carbs, like a lot of times people fill up 50% of their plate carbs. And just, this is a way to just set yourself up for success. So then tip number three has backing off of that is eating uh, protein, your protein and your veggies first. Okay. So, so much of weight gain um, people don't realize people think it's just calories in calories out. It's I've eaten too much and I need to eat less. I talk to women all the time, especially that have this belief. I'm eating too much, and if I just eat less, then I would lose weight, or I need to work out more. But really, what so much of weight gain comes down to is we have an increase in blood sugar, and then we have an increase in insulin, which causes us to store fat. So part of the what the strategy with weight loss is balancing your blood sugar with what you eat. And a huge, huge part of that is eating enough protein. And by far and large, I it is rare that I talk to a woman who is eating enough protein. And I will say that even for myself, if I'm not being intentional about it, I do not eat enough protein. I really have to be mindful of like today, you know, just lately with the kids, it's been busy. And so I'm throwing an extra protein shake in there to make sure I'm getting my protein needs in. So when you're so you're back. Okay. Back to Christmas dinner, whatever it is, family get together. You want to eat whatever is the protein first, whether that is meat. It is, you know, I'm just trying to think of other options that you might be having. Maybe you're having, maybe it's stuffing. And so it's a combination of some meat and some carbs, um, things like that, but making sure you want to eat your protein first and then your veggies and then go for the carbs after that, especially sweets, especially like this, this things that are easily to easier to eat, easy to grab, excuse me. You want to make sure that you eat the protein first. 
And part of this is because, so when we eat primarily carbs or when we don't eat enough protein, we have these swings in our blood sugar where our blood sugar goes up, our body releases insulin in order to make the blood sugar come down. And, and we can feel hungry. We have cravings because we're having these swings in our blood sugar. Well, protein helps to stabilize your blood sugar. And so eating enough protein can help to minimize cravings. Another point that I didn't put in here that I will put, it's a, it's a bonus point is drinking enough water too. I see this a lot where, um, my clients are not hydrated. They're just not drinking enough water and they're dehydrated and they're craving things just because they're dehydrated. And when they, when they start drinking enough water, especially water with some electrolytes, then they, there, some of their cravings will subside and they feel less brain fog and less fatigue. Um, so that's a bonus point for you there. Um, the other one is, so, so we had number one was plan out your meal. Number two was following the plate method. Number three was eating your protein and veggies first. Number four, I called avoid your gateway foods. Um, so I know this can be for me, like for me, this is sweets. This is like my mom's fudge. For example, she brought it over this weekend. It's like, when I have one, I have five you know, um, so whatever that is for, so for some people, this is like dinner rolls or this is, um, you know, whatever it is for you. Sometimes there can be things like when I eat, I have a hard time eating just a little bit of this. When I eat one, I typically eat more and more and more. So what, if there, if that's a thing for you, you know, maybe it's like Chex Mix. We, I love something again around the holidays, something I don't make all the time, but homemade Chex Mix, you know, but it's, but it's one of those things that's snacky and it's easy to just eat more and eat more and eat more. Cause it's like that nice salty buttery, you know, flavor. But if you, if there's a trigger for food for you or a gateway food for you, try to avoid that, you know? Um, just if you know, like, okay, I'm going to, it's going to be really hard for me to stop when I start don't even start in the first place, right? Um, number five is going to be getting up and going for a walk. So this again goes back to blood sugar. So if after your meal, you get up and go for just a 10 minute walk, that can help to reduce the, um, the spike in blood sugar. And again, so much of weight gain comes down to the spike in blood sugar and then insulin that causes us to store fat. So when you have your family dinner, it's a great way too to like get up and walk away from the table, but maybe encourage somebody like get the kids to come with you or, you know, get your mom and dad up or whatever it is and go for a walk. Um, I realize that if you live somewhere that's very snowy, that might be, more difficult. I, uh, you know, fortunately I live in the South and we don't have to deal with snow, but, um, that, you know, can just getting up and moving your body, um, getting up on your feet, uh, it can really be helpful for you. And again, it goes back to that blood sugar and insulin. Um, and then number six I put is be confident. Um, so many times I see, uh, this is what I like the phrasing that I hear from clients sometimes is they're like, well, I'm trying to do da, 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 da. I'm trying to do da, 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 da. There's no commitment behind that, right? There's no like, this is what I'm doing. So, so many times, and I know it can be so hard. I know for me that food has had such an emotional component before, especially around 
family gatherings like that. Like I would always feel like, God, when I'm at the family gatherings, like I eat so much more than normal. And and there's so much dynamic that can be going on, right? You know, there's if there's just I don't know. I'm not even going to get into all that. You guys know, if you know, you've been there. Um, if you know, you know, right. So coming into family get togethers like this, sometimes it can be like, well, I'm trying to do this, but I want you to go in and just be confident, be confident in that you are making these decisions to take care of your body. Um, and be confident in those decisions. Don't let you know, so-and-so, whatever, go, oh, you're on that health kick again, aren't you? Uh, you know, and they give you, or, you know, let them say what they're going to say, but be confident in that you're making those decisions for you. You're making those decisions to, you know, get your body healthy, to get, lose that weight you've been trying to lose and let them see, you know, let them see your progress. Let them see you actually feeling better and like, moving more and whatever. Um, but be confident in the decisions that you're making. And then I know it's hard. I know at least for me, like I can always think of my sweet grandma who, um, passed away this year. She was always like that. Do you need another serving? Do you need another serving? Which I always want to be like, I'm an adult. Like if I, if I want more food, I'm going to put more food on my plate. Like I don't need you to put more, you know, but that was her way of nurturing, right. Was to make sure that we were all fed. And I know that can be, there can be a lot of emotional things with that too. Like, oh, you're not eating my famous, you know, whatever thing that I make every year. Um, there can be like, just like this emotional baggage, right. That comes with, um, family gatherings and food and stuff like that. So maybe, maybe it looks like, yeah, I'll take a small piece. I'll have a few bites. Um, but being confident in that, you are making decisions that are, you know, helping you move in the direction you want to go reach your goals and to be, um, the next, you know, healthy version of you. So again, that was just six quick tips to help you help you avoid the holiday weight gain. Um, again, if you, if you, this, you like this content, you want more of this content, I want to let you know in the month of January, I'm actually going to spend probably the majority of the month talking about weight loss drugs. So, um, in, in my practice, we actually use, um, the, you know, if you've heard of the injections, uh, semaglutide or terazepatide, um, you know, they're also known as Ozempic or, um, Wagovi, Monjuro, Zepbound, um, you know, are some of the names. And those are our medications that we actually do use with our patients and our, um, they really work well and they, and they, you know, have, they do some great things for people. And what I find even is the people that I talk to the clients or patients that I talk to a lot of times they're misinformed, um, about it. And two, there can be just like, I remember I talked to this one woman that I know, um, personally, and I found out she was on it and she's like, it's kind of, I kind of feel like, you know, it's like I'm cheating, you know? So there can almost be, um, just again, emotional stuff that surrounds this. So I'm going to spend honestly the whole month, I think talking about the different weight loss drugs that are out there talking about different aspects. Um, you know, the side effects, 
what does the data actually show? What are you seeing on the internet and forums and people saying versus what does the data actually show could potentially happen and, and our benefits and, and maybe what are risks and who should avoid it? Um, I'm going to talk about, again, the injectables, but I'm also going to talk about medications like Phentermine, which is a weight loss drug that's been around for a long, long time and, and is in other combination drugs. So um, if, again, if this is the kind of topic that you, uh, want to hear more about, I would encourage you to, um, subscribe to the podcast and I will be bringing that content to you, um, next month. So with, I hope you have happy holidays. Um, if you are listening to this before Christmas and New Year's and holidays, um, and I will see you in 2024.